Happy to be back, y'all. Welcome back to the Binge Worthy Podcast, where on this week's episode, we'll be talking about The Circle, Season 2. Basically, this episode discusses or talks about a bunch of people being in their own apartments to win $100,000. The trick is, they can only talk to one another through social media to become the main influencer to win the game. Joined are my castmates, Star Lee and Casey Kelsey, and I'm LaRasha Simon. Let's get into it. Okay, y'all. The Circle Season 2. What are we thinking? Who do we like? Who do we not like? Okay, I will go first and just say who I technically did not like. Um, and a lot of people are probably going to give me heat for this, but um, Terralisha uh just because I feel like her personality don't get me wrong it was bomb in the beginning um I did like her but I don't like how the whole situation between her and Savannah um the relationship between her and Savannah or the little thing whatever they had the little beef I don't really like how that was handled like first of all Teralisha like I just feel like she shouldn't have thrown Savannah under the bus like that. I don't think one that wasn't a good game tactic to begin with, even though she think it was, she thought it was. Um, And two, no, that's just, that's it. That wasn't a game tactic because it, it would have went one way or another, either way, Savannah still would have felt some type of way or um, the others would have felt some type of way that she just threw her under the bus. So I don't feel like that was just, it just wasn't a smart move for her. And so I didn't like that, that she did that. And then I was cool with Savannah. I think she handled herself really well, but I wish she just would have like left it alone. And I wish that Tara Leisha would have left it alone as well. Cause I think they both had strong personalities to that could have, um, allowed them to redeem themselves eventually. Like people would have probably just gotten over it, but it just like went way too far. And then in the end, it costed them both losing, like leaving early in the game. Um, so I wonder if they have regrets about that because, you know, they really could have went far. They were very strong character, like very strong personalities, got along with everyone pretty much until that point. Yeah, I agree. I think they both were in the wrong and it got kind of annoying to me. And I think Tara Alicia, at some point, she tried to be something that she wasn't. And it was just like, just stick to who you are. That's why they fell in love with you in the first place. And that's place. And that's why you were influencer to begin with. Here's my thing. I feel like what there, I thought this was filmed over a month. This is actually filmed over like two weeks. And I think in like, I thought it was the UK. Maybe that was the first season they did it in the UK. And then maybe they did it stateside um, for season two. But if you're in there two weeks, I feel like that has to go by pretty fast. But also you have to be very strategic about why you're doing what you're doing. And spoiler alert, that's why I think the people that were in the final or the people that AKA Trevor or his wife, were most successful because they were staying out of the drama. And I think with things like that and Survivor or uh, Big Brother, if you're not so tied to the drama, you survive much longer. And I think that's why 
people who were like the new guy that came in that was the psychic who was like the Santa and um what was the guy? He was a an artist. River. He was able to stay in the game so long where even though he was an older man, he was portraying someone who was younger, but he stayed out of the drama and he only got kind of catty at the end. Um and I think that made him so successful, so much so that he was the super influencer towards the end of the game. But I don't know. I just thought of something. I don't know if this year's cast had more of a plan than last year. Because, like, season one's cast, they were, like, plotting hard. And I don't feel like <laughs> this cast really, like, they never really had plans. It was always, like... I agree. I think they went with the flow and they just happened to be really good at just going with the flow and throwing in their own curveballs. But I also feel like um, in some ways, some of them got a long way more than in the first season. And I actually appreciated that the second season went faster than the first season because the first season for me, I'm not going to lie, it was really hard for me to get into it at first. It took me a couple episodes. Do you think that's because of COVID? I think for me, it 110,000% had something to do with COVID only because this, what I've noticed now on streaming platforms and Netflix is now getting into it, is they're only giving out so many episodes per week. So I would watch it right away instead of binging it, which could take me longer or shorter. I was only watching two episodes a week. And there's no other content really being put up. I mean, there's always content being put out, but stuff that I'm interested in. So it made it more digestible, I think, for me to watch it quicker. Yeah, I, I noticed that, too, that they're starting to do that. And I, I don't know who's in charge of content on Netflix, but I don't know if I really like that. I'm be honest, because now i got to wait. And <laughs> they're doing that with a lot of, like, of their new shows. Like, next week is a new episode. And it's like, you know what, Netflix? I purposefully didn't buy cable for this reason. Like, come on, just show me the next episode. <laughs> Wait, how did you guys feel about um, Chloe and Trevor? I thought it was cute. Like, cause the theoretically, she wouldn't have known until the end anyways, because they're not physically seeing one another. The only time that would have happened is if like Chloe or Trevor got sent home, which they didn't. So I think, for strategy, if I, I mean, I would do the same thing that Trevor's wife did, go as Trevor and then be really strategic about when I'm answering stuff, staying out of drama. She had a book, which I didn't know you could do that. I didn't, you, did y'all think you could go in with the book of notes? Cause she had some notes. Well, yeah. Cause like, uh, in season one, they did that. So I think now that everyone saw season one, they just came more prepared. Cause like, in season one, they never said you couldn't bring in stuff at all, like um, notes and like things to remember. They never said that. And they didn't say that in season two either. But maybe in season three, they're going to make that a rule because everyone came in with notes. But I feel like the circle provided them a notepad because they had one laying like in the same spot when they were walking in. So I think it was just like, yeah, if you want to take notes of like what everyone's doing, go for it. Um, but I think for Trevor, she just like, she came in and I think it played in her favor. I think her husband was like, yo, you're not mannish and you're going to need these notes. 
<laughs> just in case somebody and every time they threw that at her like the whole basketball stuff she was like flipping through her notes she was like I know he put this in here like yeah she came prepared and he definitely helped her out with all those notes so don't hate the player hate the game man I also appreciated all her different hairstyles while she was in there <laughs> She said, I'm bringing out the wigs, the ponytails, the edge control, all of it. Wait, so would you guys ever do a social experiment like this? I absolutely would. So let me tell y'all real quick, if the circle now, I would add that to my list. But if they ever call me for Big Brother, where I actually got in, because I applied once, I would go. You just need like 90 days for Big Brother and then apparently two weeks for the circle. Probably a little bit more since they had to quarantine. So yes, I I would I would love to see that Larasha. <laughs> I would love, and you know what's crazy is like you had mentioned earlier that you think they went um, more in the states than it's a British show, right? I think I don't know if I think there I, I think there's like true. a British version because if you go on Netflix, it has the Circle season one and two, and then there's like a British kind of like special. Oh. Because I was going to say, like, they have a lot of Milwaukee footage in it. And I thought that was really interesting because I had read something that said it wasn't shot in Wisconsin. But it was, like, heavy with, like, they must have been here early because they had Summerfest footage. Unless they found, like, stock footage or something. I feel like weirdly films and shows do that, though. They use, like, Wisconsin-Milwaukee footage. For some you know, odd reason. I don't know why, because Milwaukee gets trashed in movies all the single time, but y'all love the view. It makes me upset. But like I think that definitely this is like off topic, but I also feel like with Giannis being here and the books and how our sports is going, like that's definitely bringing in more more people into the city and they're really seeing us a little bit more as far as our arts and culture goes. Cause like Milwaukee is a very beautiful city. It's just also a very ugly city as far as like politics and stuff like it just, you guys know, but Hey, thanks. Thanks Netflix. You're, you're trying to put us on the map. I appreciate it. Yeah. I think the other thing I really didn't like is that um, Courtney was Savannah's ride or die so much so that he tried to adventure and I'm like, let it go. She's not here anymore. There's a reason why she got sent home. Do you also want to get sent home? And he almost did. And I was kind of salty he didn't at some point. I'm going to agree with you. At some point, I really messed with Courtney. I I actually liked that he was a ride or die for Savannah because in a way, I kind of felt bad for her. Because again, the way that Terralisha handled that situation, I, I do wish they would have just both left it alone. But like at the end of the day, in the beginning, I really did like that. Courtney was like, yeah, I'm a ride or die for her for this. But I do agree with you. Like, okay, this is like, we're like two episodes out from the situation. You're still talking about Savannah and then the new people come in and you're like being messy and dropping all this other stuff, which I if I was in his position, I'll probably have the same gameplay too, because let's be real. Courtney was also the one that stayed out of the loop of everything too. Like he didn't really, he wasn't really that involved until towards the end, until he became like the Joker and like him and his relationship with River became really, really tight. That was it. 
And then the whole Emily situation too. Oh, Emily. Dude messed up. Emily. He messed up. He knew he was he knew he was going home. Like but you know it's messed up because listen. I didn't I care how he watch- I didn't care for how he reacted to going home. After he like did bad in the makeup challenge thingy. I didn't care for how yeah. Emily he acted. Like it was weird. Yeah, but I just feel like he thought he knew he, he just knew he was going home because it was like that's a dude. But like for me, I was trying to put myself in his shoes. Like I don't do makeup. So they would have been mad salty because if I would have got that challenge, it probably would have came out like that too. Like <laughs> Same, so they would have been mad salty because I am a girl, but I don't put makeup on. So like I'm pretty sure mine would have been just as bad. Probably not just as bad, because I know a little something like you know, a little something, something, you know. But like full face, like Chloe and like the volleyball player. And Trevor. Who, <laughs> I don't know what. Yeah, but see, here's the thing about Trevor. I thought she was gonna go home a long time ago because she definitely has some very feminine moments that I felt like a guy wouldn't say that or do that. Like that, like you're not playing this right. So I, I don't really know because I've I've met guys who are like sensitive like a little bit more sensitive in that way okay let me rephrase let me rephrase i feel like the way that she she was making trevor to be the way that she had like his bio the kind of picture she had just like this image she made everyone seeing that you know this is trevor like his image there were a lot of things that she said and did that was like okay but that's not something that trevor would say I get what you mean. I get what you're saying. Bromance and stuff like that. Like, and then he black too. Like, let's yeah. be real. <laughs> I was actually surprised that she Trevor won. To be honest, I was actually very surprised. I mean, it was a good surprise, that, but I was surprised. I was surprised too, but I feel like that just came from everyone playing there, having a different gameplay. Because you know, based on how you rank people, you you're kind of moving your ranking too. I don't. Really, how does their ranking? I think system the rankings work? got stupid in the how they uh, how they all approached it at the end because it was like they were trying to like shoot like even like Courtney like River or one of them like rated each other lower because they were like, well, they'll save the other one. I just thought the ratings was so weird. But how does it work? Because they were saying that like if I rate River lower and somebody rates him higher, like. How- how does that? Girl, I don't get I, how that. I, goes. you know, I don't like math like that, so I really understand it either. I, I'm curious to know how it really works too, because sometimes I was like, how the heck did these people come become influencers? It didn't make sense to me. What do you all think about what this show says about social media? Oh, it says a lot, and how it's changing. Um, reality television i think social media has had a large grasp about how people perceive one another for quite some time Mm -hmm. and this show just highlights that even more they don't even get to physically see one another face to face so the fact that they were able to influence that much based off of pictures that either have filters or no filters or in a certain location or like position or based off of what they put on their profile is a very either a deceiving or telling way of how someone wants to portray their life. 
Now, I'm not one of those people that will post every 30 seconds about my life, but I do know people that will, and that's their business, but I don't do that. So, like, I think it's a very telling way about where TV is going to go in the next few years. I think that it teaches us a lot as individuals and makes us like question our own like values of like who we are and how we perceive people because this show one it makes you think fast on your feet and I feel like we as people sometimes we don't know how to effectively communicate and you have to know how to communicate in like effectively so I feel like do something like this it also shows how judgmental (laughs) we are of one another um how biased we can be I think it says a lot of negative things about us as people I think a great example of that, though, sorry to cut you off, was Bryant, because he got sent home, like, right away, and he was exactly who he said he was, and he was very nice and sweet and stuff like that, and they were thinking, like, there's no way he is who he he says he is. Because he was too nice. Yeah, yeah. and that's like, absolutely oh, insane. Like, we see people, and we're like, oh my gosh, they're too nice. They can't be real. There's no way. Like, that's horrible that we think that way. So is it is the show saying that being, not being authentic is okay? I think maybe it's a play on the words. Like, if you play the circle, what social media is, then you'll be successful. You'll be the influenced person or the influencer to portray whatever you want to portray on social media. I don't know, maybe that's reading into it too much, but it also goes to show I mean, oh, sorry. I was going to say, it also goes to show how much we put into like, I guess our virtual social media lives. Like that's so much energy trying to pick like the perfect picture and the perfect thing to say and the perfect hashtag and perfect filter and stuff like that. Like it's insane. Like, I know for me, sometimes, like, I'm not going to lie, I spend, like, an hour or two on one picture trying to edit and figure out, like, the the perfect, like, filtered lightning thing to say. And eventually, like, I get fed up. Like, it's insane. I think, yeah, you, you all make a really good point. I think, but to your point, Star, I think um, there's a lot of negative things to be said, and I just don't. Now that we're on this topic, it has me thinking, like, is this show even a good thing or a bad thing? Like, what is the whole point? Are they are they trying to make a point? Or are they literally was just like, hmm, this is a cool idea. Let's do it. Like, Yeah, I agree. <laughs> and that's why I think it's, it's slightly weird that it's like Trevor as a catfish one. And some of us were, like, excited for him. We're excited for someone pretending to be something that they're not like I don't know how to like look at it (laughs) like I don't know I I I will admit I was hoping Trevor would win because but here's the thing I didn't fall in love with Trevor facts I fell in love with her (laughs) yeah she was funny and just really cool and I, I I genuinely liked her but even then, she said, even though it was her husband's photos, it was still her. But it's like, okay, 
And that's why I really don't get about catfish. If it's still you, why are you showing me a fake photo? But that goes to the whole point of what we're talking about. It's like, that's why I'm asking, is being not yourself something that you kind of have to do for people to really see who you really are? I think so. I think sometimes we unexpectedly are like not ourselves to kind of fit into like the mode of whatever people want us to be. And that's why people say where I wear so many hats, I wear so many roles because it's like you almost have to, otherwise you won't be accepted into that space. But then that goes to show a lot about the world and like why people struggle so much individually because they can never be just authentically who they are. And that's why I personally envy people who are just so freaking unapologetically themselves, no matter the circumstance. Absolutely. So do you all think that like, this is where reality TV is going to go moving forward? I feel like even with COVID now, a lot of things are going to start. Actually, no, I take that back because a lot of things are coming, going back to normal. But do you think that the whole... This is reality TV now with the game shows. We having more game shows. You got like the mass singer and like, oh, now they got like the mass dancer. Um, and then it's like reality game shows, I want to say. And then you have like Atlanta Housewives and all these other reality. You got the Kardashians. Like, what do y'all think about that? Like, do you think that eventually is going to become more of this type of reality or you're probably like, girl, the Kardashians and stuff like that ain't going nowhere. Listen, they just <laughs> ended their season and I watched, I watched, and I that's my guilty pleasure. I also watch, I just started, I've been watching the, um, I do mostly all the black ones, so the uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta, Potomac. Um, I just started watching the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because they added a black castmate named Griselle. Um, and then I think that's it for like, so I watch the black ones cause I, I'm rooting for everyone that's black. Um, <laughs> but that being said, I think it can be very enticing to watch shows like that. And I don't have drama going on in my life, so why not watch it on TV, you know, or maybe that's an escape for some people or, you know, it's nice to see people who look like you that are successful and doing things in life. So not to say you're not successful. You're not on reality TV, but I'm, you know what I mean? The circle season two. I mean, very interesting. I, I think we all can say that it was better than season one. Um, but was it binge worthy? I think it is binge worthy, uh, especially considering a lot of us spend a lot of time online in the virtual world on social media. I think it can teach you a lot about yourself in a unique kind of way um, and also how you probably should be careful online <laughs> and how people portray themselves. So I think it's worth the watch and it's binge worthy. I would agree with star. I do think that the circle is binge worthy, both season one and two. Obviously we think that season two is a little bit better than season one, but that's just cause like the challenges are a little more, entertaining than than season one but that's usually normal season one they're just figuring it's figuring out some stuff or we're not seeing what works and what doesn't um that's normal for any new show but um 
Yeah, I do think it's binge worthy. If you're just looking for a nice little reality game show to get into, um, yeah, it is definitely binge worthy. It's funny. And I'm surprised we didn't talk about Chloe, though, because Chloe, that is the most ditzy girl I have ever seen in my life. (laughs) But she's amazing. She's definitely one of those people that hold the show and keep you entertained. So if you're looking for that, definitely watch watch it. I definitely think it's been binge worthy. I'm also a sucker for like survivor, survivor reality shows like that. And so that's right up my alley. Um, as long as the activities that the, the contestants are doing, I'm all here for it. So 10 out of 10 would recommend. That is my two cents on The Circle Season 2. Thank you all for watching. It's been real. Have a good day. Oh, 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 o